You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello everyone and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host Lacia Finley. Happy Monday. Who? I am tired. All right. Mm-hmm. I think we're just old. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think so. <laughs> I think, and I've never had this reaction yet. Mm-hmm. Um. But I am going to uh, tell a story. <laughs> oh, the story time. Because, okay, so you live in a in a state. I do. Where you do, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, certain recreational drugs are legal. Yes, they are. I live in a state where they are not. Mm. But we do have CBD. Mm-hmm. And I have come into. Uh, Come to learn about Delta Eight. Uh, okay, yeah. You know that that variant of of whatever it is, and I've been trying these gummies. You know, mm-hmm. and and they always kind of relax me. I can kind of sure. take one. A couple hours later, I'm just like I'm I'm good, and I can go to Chill. sleep. You know, yeah. and no problem. Because sometimes in the middle of the night, or right when I'm going to bed, my brain's like, hey. Think about this. And I'm like, no, 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 right. no, not now. And it's like, but, 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 wait, 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 wait. What about this? No. Remember that time you were embarrassed in eighth grade? Let's think about that right now. Yeah. Go. So it becomes <laughs> this ticker tape of ideas. And I'm just like, oh, that, is, that really does sound great. But I, I, I need to go to sleep. I need to go to sleep. And then before I know it, it's like midnight. And I've got to get up at six. And mm. it's no fun. No fun. Right, yeah. So, so I've been trying those to kind of help maybe uh, get me into a place where I need to go to. Like, if Stay I feel like I'm wired or something like that, or I feel like I'm going to be wired, I take those mm-hmm. so I can relax. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, I went shopping for these things uh, on my own, which yeah. I, had, I had not done, and because they were always, like, purchased by my wife or something like that. Sure. Uh, so I went to the shop where she got them, and then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get some more of these gummies, and I started looking at everything else they had, and uh-huh. they had these cookies, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I was like, how, how much are the cookies? They're like, you know, $20 or something like that. I was like, all right. That sounds about right. So I just, I, I said, sure, uh, let me get a, a little bag of cookies. Now, I didn't really look at the bag per se uh, until I got home. Mm-hmm. So then I started looking at the ingredients, like the, um, more or less the amount of like percentages Delta 8. Of... Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, what I had been taking prior to this, probably about 25 milligrams, I think, is what the gummies had. Okay. And that seems like, and it gets me right where I want to be, and I'm just like, ah. Mm-hmm. These were 68. <laughs> um... I guess if you wanted a, a 
barometer about what I would be like high, <laughs> that would probably be it. Because my oh my, do I remember giggling a lot. Interesting. A lot, a lot. Interesting. Like we started watching, and I don't think we were watching this initially, but we were trying to find something to watch, and I was just kind of like, hmm. Like, I was kind of gone. Just chill. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, what do you want to watch? I don't, know. I don't care. So then we started watching. <laughs> I'm not going to pay attention to it anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I did. That's what made it <laughs> so oh, much more okay. dangerous. Um, do you remember Most Extreme Elimination Challenge that was on Spike TV? It was like a, an old, or it was, they took a show from Japan called Takashi's Castle and re-edited it as like this you know, competition, kind of like Wipeout or something like that, where everybody's doing these games okay. and then they get hit, but all the audio is dubbed over in this ridiculous... Oh, I think I kind of, I had to look it up just to, like, yeah. get a memory to trigger, yeah. but I think I know what that Most is. Most Extreme Elimination Challenge with yeah. Vic Romano and Kitty Blankenship. <laughs> oh, I don't remember all that. But. Okay, well, anyway, we just decided, you know what, screw it. There it was, it was on the the television just saying hey when i watch this it's something simple yeah. you don't have to commit a lot of time and memory to this sure we start playing that probably watch about three episodes and i was laughing so hard i could barely breathe like i was just oh my god i can't wait to see you on thc then yeah <laughs> I, if that day will ever come <laughs> it was it was just i everything was funny you know, it got to this point, like, I was just thinking about one, one little thing that happened that triggered it. And then every time I would just come back to it, like, I uh -huh. caught my breath, it would just come right back. And then there goes the laughing again. And I was just hearing everybody else in the room, which was my uh, wife and daughter. And they're just like, see, okay, see, all right, <laughs> see. And then when it, the laughing would start again, I would just hear, like, these eye rolls through voices and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's just, it's just so hilarious. <laughs> would you rather me be an angry person? Right. You know, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm laughing. Mm -hmm. But the next day, don't know why, I was I was like tired all day. I don't know if the laughter, like the amount of whatever it did well, to my body. And how fast I guess your system might metabolize something like mm -hmm. that too. Yeah, and was, having more than twice the amount you're used to. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was, like, I feel like the laughter helped. Because don't they say laughter is a good medicine? It, right, yeah. exactly. So I feel like it did something up here. But sure. I don't know. I just, I felt so exhausted the next day. Like, we were actually talking about going to the drive-in because there were two movies playing. And mm -hmm. it was just like, hey, you know what? drive in we're away from people we go watch some movies why not because yeah. we've been talking about doing stuff like that again and i just i was not feeling it i was like i was looking forward to it too and i just uh -huh. i was like i'm so tired <laughs> so exhausted yeah <laughs> all day too it wasn't like you wake up exhausted and you just kind of get over it it was an all day thing it was weird so i just gotta be i'm thinking maybe next time maybe half the cookie Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just more impressed that, like, CBD knocked you like that. Mm-hmm. It does nothing for me. <laughs> it's 
far as that. But I mean, you've had the good stuff. You get the good oh, stuff. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. true. I do get the good stuff. So the, my body's the, not. The state gave me a license for the medical good stuff. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I don't have that uh, tolerance as of yet. So I'll mm-hmm. get there, I guess. Eventually. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Because even and everybody reacts different to everything, mm-hmm. you know. So because to be fair, my body has I think started to build a resistance in some way because I started with like uh, I think it was drops, like you get like a little dropper, like the little oils, yeah, and, and then you yeah. put it up under your tongue. First time I did that, a couple of hours later, I just it was a relaxing like, whoo, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I was good. Over time, it just stopped working. I was like, well shit and then started getting the gummies gummies were working great and i don't feel like they work all the time Mm -hmm. like if i take a break and then come back then it's like okay all right now we're back in but Mm -hmm. if it's like every day eventually it's just like i I know i took one of these and they're like yeah you did but you did it's okay we're we're used (laughs) to this though right now Mm -hmm. we're just chilling (laughs) <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. That's that's what it all boils down to. If there was another way, I just don't want to spend half the we night. We just need to get your state on board with it. Yeah, well, this is a pretty stupid state, so. <laughs> well. <laughs> we have pockets. I guess that's all uh, situational, right? <laughs> yeah. Tennessee yeah. sucks. I'm saying it. I'm Tennessee board and bred, and I hate this state. So yeah. I have more right to say it than anybody. UT. You know better than I do. I visited. That's the extent of my being inside Tennessee. You didn't visit me. No, but this was before <laughs> I met you. Oh, <laughs> so, fair enough. <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't have known to, to, to look you up. I was like mm. 19 or 20 or something. All right, like well. So it was a while ago. <laughs> that's fair. So, hey, what about, because yeah. speaking of laughing... Mm-hmm. And uh, I had not eaten the edible at this point. <laughs> just, <laughs> just an FYI. But I don't know how you felt about it. Mm-hmm. But I messaged you ahead of time the Ted Lasso episode. Yes. Was that? Did you get joy out of that episode? I mean, I, I to be honest, I get joy out of most of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of joy. It was it, it was definitely a notch above some of them, especially for this season. Like, although I guess I don't get the like theme mm-hmm. in August. Uh, I mean, but I, yeah. fine, you Maybe, know. Perhaps though, they won't be at Christmas by the time the season. Yeah, they're rolls probably out. done before then. I guess since they're running, I don't even know what a normal season is anymore. Ten episodes, as far as I know. Well, I just like we used to have mm-hmm. like fall to spring and done. Now they're in the summer or which is August you know what? to January, like whatever they feel like putting them out, which is fine. But <laughs> I'm gonna put a pin in that and come back to it because if I do it now, I'll forget what I'm getting ready to say. Anyway, but yeah, Ted Lasso that episode, uh, um, the hardest I probably laughed at an episode of the show that I can remember, and what great. what did it for me? And I don't know if this is. Uh, if you would agree or not, but it was the the niece's breath. Yes, <laughs> but like he sold it so well. Yeah, that just <laughs> and he's like, I think you're dying. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to spoil everything. People, uh, look, if I know. You watch it. Hopefully, you already have by now. Yeah, look, 
<coughs> I know no one wants more streaming services and stuff. No. But if you have a PlayStation uh, and you have PlayStation Plus, they're, uh-huh. they're, uh, to my knowledge, there's still an offer going. Go get the Apple Plus for oh, free yeah, for six months that. or what, whatever. Six it may, months, too. Six That's months. Yeah. yeah. Go do that and go check out Ted Lasso. That, if, yeah. if anything, that is the reason worth having that service for. Because it, I could agree there. Of course, I haven't thumbed through a whole lot of the extra ones. Like, I've watched maybe two or three other mm-hmm. shows that are on there. But for sure, by, by far, out of the ones that I've watched so far, that was my favorite. Yeah. And Apple TV, if you want to be, uh, you know, need to sponsor anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll just we'll sit here and talk about your show. We'll just, yeah, mm. talk it up. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not to say that there's probably not other good stuff on there. Because I have watched uh, two other shows, which would be mm-hmm. the Mythic Quest, which... Mm-hmm. If, I don't I know. I got about you, three or four episodes yeah. into it. I can't see me being addicted to it, but I can see me thumbing through it here yeah. or there, looking for something to watch. You know, it's not something I, I naturally binge watched. Like you were mm. just so into it that you because Ted Lasso, that's what I did. As soon as oh, I started watching it, I was like in. I Mythic was in Quest yep. was kind of back and forth, back and forth. Like I mm-hmm. watch a couple episodes, stop, come back, and then and it's not a bad show. Don't get me wrong. Right. Uh, I think for people who love video games, there's a, a, a few or quite a bit of little Easter eggs and nudges and nods where you're just like, ah, that's cool or whatever. But, Mm uh, it's, if you, what's a, a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's yeah. I can't remember his name. Uh, Rob McElhaney guy. There you go. And it's, it's kind of in that same vein because the same people are kind of involved in it, but, um, that might turn people away. There is heart to it, which is not something I can say about It's Always Sunny, because that's just... Yeah, they're their <laughs> own characters there. <laughs> but it's not a bad show. And then right. um, another one that would probably be Acquired Taste, which actually ended. Uh, only six episodes. Schmigadoon. Uh, oh, is it over? Yeah. I guess there's only one left. I powered through. Mm-hmm. I, I unfortunately wanted to love it and just can't. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going through it, though. Yeah. The Hubs likes it. Six so episodes. If I would have known there was only six, because I think I stopped at five, where I'm like, I don't know that I want to keep going. But if there's only one more, I yeah. guess I could suck it up for one more. <laughs> Go for it. Because they, they end it. I with... love the, the thought and the plot and all of that kind of stuff. But I just, my God, I wish I liked musicals more. It really is just like, if it's too much singing. <laughs> But at least, at least they point that out. Like yes. I, th- I feel like Keegan Michael Key is the uh, uh, avatar for those people who don't really care for uh, mm-hmm. musicals and stuff like that. So that's what I, I'm like. I don't have a problem with them. They're not something yeah. I seek out, and I'm very particular about which ones I like. Sure. No, I'm the same. So, I'm a very small handful that yeah. for sure I'll go back and watch. I enjoy them, but but. Yeah, he, he's, every time the, the singing starts and he's just like, oh, we're going to do this? Please yeah. don't. And then that's I'm just me. like, yeah. I'm like, I feel you, man. Do but we that's, have to? Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the beauty of it is yeah. for those people who don't want to be here, you mm-hmm. can relate to him. You're like, yeah, I get this guy. So anyway, long, long way around of saying, go check out Ted Lasso you, if you out. can. Is, and again, fun. if you can get it six months for free. Just, sure. Just do that. I didn't know that. Hopefully, I'm you a can, dirty thief. Yeah, you can get through <laughs> season one and most of season two. Hopefully, all of season two by by the time it's all over. 
Yeah. So true. Yeah. Because we're I don't know how far along four episodes. Something like two, that. Something Four like five. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, fun. Yeah. Fun. Totally worth fun. it. A half hour episodes. Mm-hmm. Ble- breeze right by. And so positive. Like if you need. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. I just love the heartwarming nature of the whole thing. And it's not saccharine. Like you're just like, oh my God. It's just, right. it feels so natural in all the right ways where you just, yeah. it just makes you happy. Maybe I just I, I I like to seek out the feel good content these mm-hmm. days. We need a little bit more of it. We do, and and by <laughs> God, this is it. yeah. It's it's probably yeah. the best positive show I've seen because they don't even attempt to skew it in any way, mm-hmm. you know, or or be like, ah, right, now we're gonna Ted's gonna do a heel turn. Now he's gonna be a jerk or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not in his nature. Except for what? But all that was part of a. <laughs> And they, they made all that. It just worked out like that. So yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about. It yeah, too much, go see it. Yeah, it's go check fun. it out. It'll make you smile, and in the right ways. So uh, what you been playing this week? Okay, so I did check out Boyfriend Dungeon mm-hmm. since that came out unexpectedly. Finally. Yeah, I'm just like all working, and you know, people, have you seen it's released? And I'm like, no, I'm at work. What's happening? Um. But I've already beaten it. <laughs> <laughs> so it is It is a little short. I mean, I guess it just depends on who you are, if you think it's too short or not. Uh, but it was exactly what I was wanting. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, your dating sim weapons, shack and slash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I dated everyone. I Why? dated them all. Nobody seemed to care Good. that I was polyamorous in every sense of the term and uh, well I I, I lie I I take it back one I did not for no other reason than they read way too young and it creeped me out like just the way they acted the way they were drawn uh, the age range with which they it seemed to play I was Mm -hmm. like I can't this is just not for me like at I least you have standards. I think they were like 19, 20, but like it just read too young. Maybe I'm too old now. I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I know it's just a game, but something about this still just makes me too weird that they feel too young. But um, but yeah, so outside of that, I, I like maxed my mm-hmm. love with all my weapons. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I, uh, <laughs> it was fun. I want more. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I did want more. Like, the dungeon crawling felt really good, too. I just wish there were more dungeons. I keep seeing that, like, DLC and stuff is planned for the future. So, there, there, maybe more. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know what the timeline is. I didn't look up a roadmap or if there even is one out there. Um, but I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's fun. Um, it took me like if you're wanting to just beat it and get through the the story ish to like six hours, I think it took me like eight or nine because I didn't go into the final dungeon until I went back and maxed out everyone else just to see if that made any difference going into the final dungeon. Um, and I don't know that it did, with the exception of maybe like some dialogue would be just maybe slightly different depending on which weapon you brought, like who would be talking to you in the moment or. Uh, maybe some minute differences in dialogue and what's considered the end scene. Um, But I feel like I've I've gotten all of the story. And since I'm not an achievement hunter, we were done. I didn't need to go back to find all the outfit recipes and stuff like that because I just don't care about that kind of stuff. But you do you if you do. doesn't seem like it would be hard. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I just hope there's more to it. The only the only disappointing thing for me, I think, was just that no one seemed to really care. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of like if you're doing like a dating sim or something like that, you would think towards the end you'd be like somebody wants to be exclusive and I'm not all about you dating, you know, six other people. Like maybe, nope, nobody cared. <laughs> they were just like, oh, I'm in love with you. This is cool. And like, I guess everyone just accepted the fact that I'm dating everyone in town. Okay. Or all the weapons in town, I should say. All the weapons in town. All because the weapons. in this world, some humans could turn into weapons. Some humans don't. I don't. I'm a wielder. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> some of them can't turn into weapons. Everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. I mean, in their world, it does. You know, these are the rules you set up for your world. And as long as you don't break them, I'm okay with that. I'll lean in. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then I uh, played a little bit of the tenants last night because I noticed they had like a, a much bigger update mm-hmm. um, since the last time I played it, which was several months ago. And the, some of the things that were annoying the F out of me was addressed. And so certain notifications you could turn off certain payment systems you could just make automatic like all this like little tiny annoying stuff that would just constantly pop across the screen they've managed that down now to <laughs> much nicer point um and then i'll i don't know i guess i want to I, I should do some more research like i don't know what country they're from but like <laughs> i'm just curious and maybe siblings that live all over the world you can tell me in other countries do landlords clean your homes what because in this last update, now maybe it was introduced before. I will admit it's been a few months that I, I, I haven't come back to it. So I don't know if I missed a couple of updates along the way. Um, so like when it was introduced. But like you're, you, you play it, you're the landlord, but basically you're sending your uncle to do things like you don't have an avatar. Mm-hmm. Like you have a picture you choose to represent you and that's about it. So if you have to like fix electronics or something, you know, that the tenants are asking for, it's basically like your uncle <laughs> that you're just sending in to like clean. <clears throat> but when I played it last night, I got um, a text message from the building manager of one of the buildings that I owned saying like, hey, it's really, really filthy. Now, this is a new thing. Never seen this before since last night. And I go back and their house is just full of trash. Like flies and green stuff floating everywhere. And I'm like, what the hell is this nonsense? So I click on the building and it asks me, you know, to like go in and clean. So I've never in all my years of renting had a landlord come in and do like cleaning maintenance on my house every once in a while or apartment. And I'm wondering Mm. why that was added or if that's like common in other countries. I don't know. You tell me here. I've never once had a landlord that did anything outside of what they actually needed to do. Something broke. They owned it. They fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They didn't come in and clean. They didn't offer to send a maid you know, or anything like that. Uh, but some of it was addressed. But unfortunately, I had to start um, your save all over again. This is like the second or third time a big update's kind of in like, we're really sorry. You're going to lose your save file. So That's um, garbage. That's it's frustrating. I never gotten super, super far in it or I, let's put it this way. It's still early access. So I don't know how super, super far it even goes. Like there might be end game. I don't know. Um, I made it to like the second neighborhood and then it seems like I put it down for a little bit and then they do an update and then I have to start over. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. 
Um, but so far, it's starting to shape up into a nice little game, nice little simulation game, if you like those sorts of ones. It seems like the annoying stuff is getting addressed, and they're not done. So that makes me happy. I see that they're actually supporting it, updating it, still actively working on it. So makes me feel better that it'll keep going. So yeah, that's what I did this week. Little boyfriend dungeon crawling, some sword smooching, mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, some landlording. <laughs> How about you? What'd you play this week? Uh, not a lot, but I did go back to Returnal, and I mm-hmm. just don't know how much longer I'm going to play this game. I'm still Tonight. in the second biome. I can only get so far before I get overwhelmed with the enemies, and it's Spirit just, all. yeah, it's just, it gets frustrating because I'm trying everything in my power to do everything right, and mm-hmm. then I make one damn mistake. And then I'm, I'm pretty much screwed because that's all it takes. And if there was just some way to get some life, some energy, like a rechargeable suit or something like that, mm-hmm. it would at least give me, I won't say it would fix everything, but it would at least give me an opportunity to try and, and correct any mistakes because mm-hmm. I could get to a point to where I could just... Have a moment to reset my energy and then get back out there. But every time I get to like the last bar of my health where it's just like, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. I can't find health anywhere. It's like, oh, no. Before that, I can find it all over. But once that happens. Of course. Yeah, it just disappears. <laughs> it's like, nope, we're not, we're not going to give you anything. <sighs> I just, I don't want to play a game that makes me angry, and this one's starting to kind of get me there. I just, I appreciate everything about it. I mean, it's a great concept. It's, Mm -hmm. it plays good. Like, the controls are really, really solid. It's just that one thing is so frustrating. I just don't want to do it. I don't find those fun. I don't find that fun. So, I don't know if I'll, I've, I've actively just not, went back to it that's how much i don't i'm not really yeah. sure i want to go back to it so i think i've i've i think it's very telling i probably <laughs> i'd be lucky if i do uh i did go back to final fantasy 7 integrate which yeah. i don't know why i just that's another one i haven't really pushed a lot of time into it's not that i don't want to play it i just don't think about it mm-hmm. because i i just i don't know yeah. uh but i did go back to it and apparently finished chapter one didn't realize that i hadn't done that like i was right there at the end of it when oh, i stopped shoot. like you were still that early on yeah but uh, uh after i saw that it said end of chapter one i was like well how many chapters does this have apparently only two so i'm oh. halfway done i just need okay. to finish up and well, <laughs> so i'd say another hour or so and i'd probably be done with it if okay. i just focus in on it uh, but the one game that has been taking my attention because I'm trying to prime myself is No More Heroes. Oh, yeah. Because I finally got it for the Switch. Uh, I wish I'd have just went ahead and bought them when they were on sale, but it's okay. Here we are. Yeah, Lesson are. learned. So I did I did try some something with this because I've, I still want it on the PlayStation. Like, that's where I want to play my games. But... Mm-hmm. I have always been curious since it's not was not built around 
a regular controller, but more or less the Wii controllers. Oh, yeah, yeah. How exactly would that translate? So I tried playing with a regular controller. On the Switch? Yeah. Like with like the Pro controllers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't think my brain understood that. (laughs) Because... I've, I keep this in mind before, like when this game came out, I was obsessed. Like mm-hmm. I played it all the time, especially because this was at a time when, you know, we weren't flooded with games every day. And, sure. <laughs> you know, I actually replayed a lot of my games. One and that would be the last one you had for a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of those games I replayed. So once you get to the end, you can do like a new game plus and bring over all your stuff. So I would just go through and just like massacre, you know, like you could see just see how much stronger you got and you could just plow through everybody. Yeah. So I have it in my my memory. You're supposed mm-hmm. to play like this. Yeah. This doesn't, you know, I was swinging my arms, by the way. I know this yes. is not a visual medium. <laughs> So now I'm sitting there holding a controller, and it's just like, so how does this work? Because one of the things that you do with your controller is your beam katana. You have a high stance, you have a low stance. Yeah. Okay. So how do you how do you change that? Did it let you play with the regular controller? Yeah. I mean, you can do it, but you have to readjust how you play because of certain things. So if you want to make a swipe, you have to use the sticks, which you feel like that would be pretty natural, but in my head, I'm just like, my my instinct is like, swing. And I'm like, no, thumb. Mm. Interesting. I want to say <clears throat> the reason why I ended up doing the Wii boat is because I initially tried the regular controller. Because, like, when I first started, it didn't even really occur to me about it being on the Wii. You know, yeah. like, I knew, but it just didn't occur to me in the moment. And I was having a hell of a time. I couldn't yeah. get anything to work. And then when I went to look at the controls and when I separated them, then everything seemed to be fine. So that's interesting. I didn't even Mm. know you could get through the game with just a regular controller because I would have preferred that personally. Yeah. And I just, I don't know if I can do it. I tried. Mm. But like the... the, used to the other way now. it, It really depended on what I was doing in the moment. Because if I was just sitting there just hacking, slashing, slashing, hacking, whatever, it's fine. But when you need that movement, right, and sometimes it it's required. I didn't know how to process that. I di- I mean I, there wasn't a section that was like, hey, here are the controls if you're going to use a controller, you know. So figure this out. So then it got me thinking. I was like, so if this did wind up on the PlayStation, would they remap everything? Would they try to readjust everything? Would they try to help you prepare for this? Because yeah. I don't want to. Are wanna... the wands even compatible with the five? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Because I, now, I've honestly never seen any kind of promotional crossover with the wands, even a little bit with the five. Like I would, I would assume they would be mainly because I have heard that you can still use your PlayStation VR on the four. Now it's not going to make it look better. That's the one thing that they did say is like, yeah, you can still use it. Just don't expect it to like, you know, amplify what you're doing. It's not going to make a difference. I mean, it's still going to be the the same thing. It's just you can use it. Yeah. So if that's the case, I would assume the wands would still be able to connect. 
but I personally have not tried. You should play with that and see. Yeah, just I just for science. Yeah, but I think it would be cool if it would wind up on there. If they did, I would really kind of hope that they would give it a little bit of a polish, mm-hmm. because not to say it doesn't it looks bad or anything like that. Because I remember the initial one that I had on the Wii that would have been seven twenty four eighty at most. So now we're getting like Maybe. high def. Yeah, and. It looks fine, but graphics are a little dated, and you know certain things look fine. Other things you could be like, eh, it could be a little bit better, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So I would like to see like a graphical upgrade and and just really rebuild it in some way. I I would put the money down for it, and I know that's what they're saying. Well, there's not a lot of demand. I demand it, and <laughs> I will give you all the money. I make up for them all. Because I love this. I love these games and. Three's coming out in two weeks. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Maybe that's what I should try to do, sit down and finish the first one. Mm-hmm. If, if you say I could do it with the Wiimote. I, yeah. I, I would have to start completely over because I know ex- I can remember exactly where I left off. And it was in the middle of that one boss fight with the the chick in the warehouse or whatever where you're constantly having to dodge roll. Mm-hmm. And I now remember the controls even a little bit to that be my starting point coming <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to just start over. I've always found that interesting. A lot of people seem to have trouble with her. Shinobu is like that. She's that one boss. And it's funny, too, because. I'm... I got so close too. it. Just I get greedy mm-hmm. if a fight went on too long. And then I think I cause my own problems because I'm like, I could. She just only needs one more hit. And then yeah. I get whoosh, like, damn it. <laughs> the thing the thing with that fight is, is right there at the end. She'll start doing these super moves and then you've Uh got to be on your toes so if that's where you've got to be good with that that dodge move where you go into slow-mo yeah because you'll have her dead to rights and all you need is one more hit but she'll just keep coming at you so i pretty much had gotten to the point where i could whittle her down to that point fairly fast and Mm -hmm. then just would miss one thing it'd be like a one shot and i i just got really tired of starting that part over so Mm -hmm. i just had to quit for the night because you're stuck in there. I couldn't just go do other things and want to come back. Like, yeah, no. You know, you're you're in the dungeon now or whatever this is. So it's yeah. I don't even know what to say about her. <laughs> She's it's it's a hell of a fight, but I know I won't say that I I was like acing her when I first started playing, but I got really good at her and I got used to her because again sure. played this game so many times. Yeah. I'm enjoying Well, and then you even again. said, like, once I got past her, the others were a little bit more reasonable. So mm-hmm. it was like, just figuring that one out and I might be okay. I don't know. Oh, I... I okay. So here's a, here's a little enticing thing to maybe push you to try again. Okay. Boss, I think it's uh, rank number five. Mm-hmm. His character's name is Let's Shake. Best fight in the entire game. It sounds fun. Yeah. Like, I have so many visions in my head of what it could be. And all of them, I'm folded like a lawn chair in laughter. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much that happens within that that uh, rank fight that... I don't even want to say it. Hopefully, okay. there's some people out there who are who are listening and or they like know exactly listening, what I'm going, talking. Yes, please go back and do that. All right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. I need to do it. I need to. Well, that's all I got there. So, uh, do you got any news you want to talk about? There's a little bit this week. There was a little bit. Uh, 
I had a hard time deciding what I thought was like most interesting for us. Okay. <laughs> but let's talk about this abandoned because I don't know if I completely understand everything that happened here. Mm-hmm. So like if you're all in the know, you probably saw like the big hype this week because they've been kind of teasing this trailer app experience to come out on the PlayStation that's been delayed like four times or something now. I don't know. I think it was initially supposed to drop in like June, then later in June, and then we heard stuff in July, and then it finally happened. So, uh, And then with just all of the rumor mill that had been surrounding this game in the first place, it almost just seemed like it got kind of set up for this thing that I don't know if the developer anticipated can meet up to now or or if abandoned is really just kind of foretelling for this dev's career because it <laughs> kind of seemed like there was a lot of stuff just left in its wake but regardless the rumors most of you probably know everyone wanted to say oh is this kojima's next big thing mm. this is related to silent hills Ooh, even the font of abandoned looks the same as like a metal gear font or whatever so people were really trying to make this a, a kojima conspiracy uh thing which blue box which is the developing team came out and was like hey on twitter yeah we're not with kojima we don't know him he's not part of this if that's what we were alluding to it wasn't intentional and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. which I kind of found funny because like apparently um one of the rumors which I found funny like the guy's name is Hassan Karaman so apparently his name translated from Turkish to Japanese was Hideo which is hero (gasps) what so you know we were all like that blow in our mind it has to be the same i don't know i think that's funny we thought someone thought that much out you know <laughs> the whole thing but it's i guess it could happen yeah um so cut to when this app finally got updated so i guess they had they they sent out a tweet it had a just a one little i don't know 10 second video on it are you ready? Something like that, you know, because the update was supposed to go live on on PlayStation. And the video that they they tweeted was like uh, just looking at these floorboards. Then you see just feet walking across it and off in the distance and then it stops. Right. So you're like, oh, OK. Um, a lot of people had trouble even connecting to the app even further throughout the day, even on it would drop. A five gig update appears. Everyone's excited. They're going to Twitter. It's happening. We're da da da. So you open up the app and there's like, you get to choose your language, you know, Mm. and then you get to see a screen with a bunch of boxes that's got all the different trailers and cinematic trailers labeled out. And then there's the one that's ready for you to watch. And people clicked on it. It was the same damn thing they put on Twitter. (laughs) It was the same 10 seconds of looking at the floorboards and this person walking across it, which would lead one to believe, why the hell did you post it on Twitter? Why did you think this was a hype thing? I'm starting to think they're trolls. Yeah, it's starting to come off that way. Like, what? I I mean, it did. It was August 13th, right? So maybe it was like Mm -hmm. a Friday the 13th kind of deal. I don't know. If that day was really weird, I'll say. But I, I just, I'm starting to feel like this is one big troll account. So then, of course, you know, astute people on Reddit did their due diligence and digging and i've seen this actually in other places now too that i guess blue box just has a habit of starting a bunch of things and never finishing the games Mm -hmm. and not getting seen through to its end so i don't know what to say at this point if you were excited for it i'm not really sure 
anything's going to happen. And that I just, all of that hype and buildup, I was even looking through the comments. My poor heart went out to some of these people who were so freaking excited. The download is happening. It's working. And then immediately come back to be like, well, this tweet won't age well. Yeah. Some people, I'm going live on Twitter. You're going to get my, or uh, on Twitch, you're going to get my reaction for the trailer. Actually, I kind of wish I would have seen some of them because it would have yeah. been like all excited. And then like, wait, we saw this already on Twitter. What? But the whole shtick is that you're seeing it in the Unreal real-time trailer. Mm. <laughs> I don't just... know how to think about this. I mean, look. I know that there is the the Kojima thing, mm-hmm. which man's clever. I, I give him that. So yeah. there's a part of me that could believe he's behind this. Uh but to burn people that way? Yeah, I just... I just <sighs> no. It's like, is the guy new to the internet and new to gamers? Like, I don't know how you thought that how this was going to go down. I mean, really, for all the hype and the delays. And then you literally posted it online. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't understand. I mean, as someone who was never interested in it, I can sit back and laugh at the shit show it's become. Uh, but if you were someone who was very excited for it, I could understand being extremely disappointed in what the hell is going on. So anyway, something just isn't settling right with this. Yeah. <laughs> so don't hold your breath if you were one of the ones excited for this project. I feel for you. Um, but it doesn't seem like this team even has a history of getting all of their ideas started and out the door and even kick-started that would get abandoned because i don't know for whatever reason but um it just it feels like one long troll at this point and i don't know if the developing team thought this was going to happen got wrapped up and it doesn't know how to handle it at this point or if this is just how they do and then this one just happened to blow up a little bit harder than the other ones Hmm. Well, I don't know. I found it hilarious when I went to go see the people's reactions for the trailer, and that was all it was, and I started laughing. I mean, look, <laughs> I'm sure they're all uh, garbage people for the most part. I, I'm saying that about somebody who's who probably watched it with excitement right now, <laughs> who's listening <laughs> to our show. I don't mean you. I mean all those other gamers. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. We'll see, Blue Box. We'll see what you do. People are watching, or maybe they stopped now at this point. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I guess best wishes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to end this piece. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> it's just such a weird story. Uh, for me, I had to talk about this. Um, Skyrim and Fallout modders are quitting Nexus mods in protest to a recent update to some changes it made on its website. Now, those of us who PC game, probably very aware of the Nexus website. It's where you probably go most often to pull mods from. Um, People have their own creator pages on there. You can subscribe monthly if you want, which gets you like ad-free, faster downloads, these things right here. Uh, But the biggest update that they've just did was uh, they put out a statement saying that they want an important notice for our future plans for collections. So they're starting this thing called collections. Um, 
they worked hard on this for two years, man. I'm just going to put that out there. They worked many hours on this. They wanted us to know for two years. And to introduce the collection systems will be a way for more people to enjoy mods and make modding easier. So the way it seems like it's set up is like if you already had all of these different mods, they would kind of put them together in a nice, neat collection for you, the user, to be able to download. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're modding, you realize taking one of those mods away could screw the whole thing, right? A lot of right. them might work together or have been updated as the game was updated so they can continue to work. But... What this really meant was the change announced basically means no files can be 100% deleted from the site, instead archived. Now, on its face, that doesn't sound bad, but you, the modder, could be losing complete autonomy over your creation. So they're pissed off because it's like, I should be able to take this off if I want. I created it. I put it up there for people to use. I should be able to manipulate it, do whatever I want with it. But instead, you're telling me that's now going to get archived and I no longer have any right to my own creation. So I can understand why a lot of these bigger modders are upset. Um, so... Once it's archived the way it was articulated, like if I went to go look for that file, I'd no longer be able to find it. Mm -hmm. But if I already had it, I could still access the archive to re-download it into my game or to put it in with whatever collection that they had. So uh, the modders are kind of going into protest about this. A lot of the bigger ones have already left the site, and a lot of them are citing reasons for, um, with you putting it in collections, you're taking away people from going to our personal pages where there are donation options, there are other ways to support the creator, um, and you're kind of putting them all in a nice, neat little thing for the user. Again, still nice. Now, <laughs> Nexus is trying to... Be <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of a weird area because they're trying to say that there is a donation system that's already been in place that they technically say they split among all of the creators, mm -hmm. which may only end up being a couple hundred bucks a year the way it seemed like it was broken down from some of the modders because just like, I guess, how often people would donate. And while it said $750,000, it donated over time. Um I feel like since its inception to now with as many creators are on there, it might sound like a big number, mm -hmm. but once you're splitting it out with so many people, you know, a lot of these people are doing it out of the goodness of their heart. Right. <laughs> so right. I feel like they should have autonomy over their own creations, whether they still want it in the world or not. Um, so they didn't seem to consult the modders, the community, the anything before placing the system. Uh, it's they're basically now they've heard you and you have until um, a set date in August to just completely delete it. So they gave, I guess, like a month grace period. They heard enough people complaining about it like, hey, you've got until I think, I don't know, 15th or something like that. And you can completely delete it off the site. After that, it's staying on there. Um, if your big time favorite modder was once on Nexus they're probably not there anymore. A lot of them have moved to other sites that still give them that freedom over their own creation or made their own site so that they can have freedom over it. Um, so it sounds it's not going over well with the creators. Yeah. It sounds, uh, it's an interesting parallel to comic book creators and the strife that they have to go through now. Granted, video games and comics aren't exactly... Uh, apples to apples but right it's the idea that you created something that somebody else is going to make money off of and you don't get anything mm 
you know. Yeah. I mean, I've actually heard, and this is disappointing to me, and I know that there are a handful of creators that are actually trying their damnedest to make sure that they can retain some ownership to mm-hmm. some of their characters. That's why a lot of them don't create new characters that they really want to see thrive at Marvel or DC. They go to somewhere like Image where they have freedom. Like they offer them, it's creator owned. You Everything that you create is yours. So yeah. don't worry about that. At Marvel and DC, it's like, well, hmm. Uh, but if it takes off, we're going to want that. Yeah. Yeah. Furthermore, and and to me, this is a it makes it makes me disappointed in Marvel. Okay, because we've seen all the movies they've made, the billions of dollars they've raked in. Yeah. Okay. And yet the creators of these characters. Example that I can think of right off the top of my head cuz I've actually heard this story. A man by the name of Ed Brubaker, he's a he's a great writer. He created The Winter Soldier. And okay. obviously they took his ideas, incorporated it into the second Captain America movie, and now all the way through to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I mean, his character is thriving on the screen. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned in an interview, and he's, I, I, I appreciate what he's doing, towing a line, but I could also see, I mean, if he was angry, I, you have every right to be. He said... He made more money doing a cameo in Falcon and the or Captain America: The Winter Soldier than he has gotten for them using his creation. And some have argued, it's like, well, you didn't create Bucky, true, but he created the Winter Soldier. It could have been anybody, right? You know, it's just the Bucky angle is what kind of, and and that's probably one of the reasons he's not pushing it or arguing about it because yes Bucky is not his character but the entire mm-hmm. story the story sure. arc everything that was him he created that Bucky is as far as anybody I else just knew never seemed to can get just a fair shake because no. it seems like people outside <clears throat> of that realm seem to think that I guess there's not really that much effort put in so why do you feel like you're entitled to more compensation for it like I, yeah. I feel like there's this disconnect where they're like yeah but you worked for like two hours and then you're done um, oh god you. no you know but I, mm-hmm. that's the the idea it seems like that people get in their head the, one know? thing because yeah. I've even seen like these entitled people online when they went like a photographer or something like this they're like well you just point a camera and click why would you you know so it's like people don't understand the work that goes into art <clears throat> unless you're an artist and we want to I don't know it's really strange disconnect comic books I mean <laughs> the the entire process if you're sitting down and sitting there thinking about this is how it works okay we got one person writing one person drawing and then they collaborate, and then boom, they get something done in a month. They're planning this stuff in advance, yeah. okay? Far, long ways in advance. We don't know how many edits and stuff <clears throat> that it took before we saw what we saw, too, you know? Plus, plus, from what I've heard, and I've never even thought about this, but uh, I've been hearing from other creators who have actually moved into comic writing. Mm-hmm. Like, that entire process is nothing like a screenplay like you have to like you have to be detailed about every single little thing because 
you have to convey what you want the artist to draw. You're sitting oh. there talking about that. Yeah, so see, that's I yeah. thought of that. Yeah. Because if if you have something very particular you want in the in the frame, in the shot, you have to convey that. You have to say, you know, this person's doing this or maybe they're doing that and this is over here, this pot's over here, that picture's on the wall. You have to you have to let them know. Otherwise they're just mm-hmm. going to be like, "All right, well, I'll just I'll draw this and that's right. that." Yeah. And maybe sometimes they give them that freedom. But to kind of uh, go back to what creators get, I know I heard this here recently. Uh, Marvel creators were talking about, you know, kind of like Ed Brubaker. There were other uh, writers and, and artists talking about their, I guess, what they got out of it as mm-hmm. watching all their creations wind up on the screen. It's like a check for $5,000 and a thank you card. You know, that's about all they get. I don't understand it, too, because, like, with the SAG union and everything as well as they do with, like, the actors and stuff like that, I feel like there has to be, for those artists in that vein as well, mm-hmm. hmm. I don't know. It just I it, won't speak on it because I'm not sure if there's different levels of that, you know. Well, it's just, it's a low-down thing to do. You know, you are well, making... Sure. You're using someone's idea infinitely for over and over and over and over and over again and just cutting them one check it's like even actors get residuals yeah and their work was done when they walked off set you know mm-hmm. like it's over anyway yeah I, i'm kind of with the modders to kind of go back oh, to them for sure. because i think they should have autonomy to do with their creations whatever they want they want to delete it they want to upload it they want to charge you for it they want it for free mm-hmm. they made it they made yeah. the damn thing and how many times and- have we heard modders uh, fix a game sometimes? Well, I, that was going to be my next point. Like, a lot of them are fixing the damn game you didn't fix in the first place. Mm-hmm. Or adding uh, just some sort of little adjustment that should have just been <clears throat> an option. So, and then I, I feel like this is just like it, every time they want to steal someone's work and do it that way. Because we just had this with Bethesda not too long ago, too. Like, several years back when they wanted to start charging for that in-game modding mm. download that you could do. And it's like, but we're putting them up there for free and now you're charging people to download them. So yeah, it's like, maybe just hire these people for crying out loud. I was actually going <laughs> like, to bring that. Yeah. I was actually going to bring that up, you know, seeing that these people are doing such great jobs. They need to hire them. I don't know if you saw this headline or not, but this to me, I was just like, Oh good. Finally, you know, something's actually come of this where somebody does a fantastic job and now they actually get a job. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that went back, uh, the Mandalorian season two when that came out, and then mm-hmm. spoilers for God's sakes for a show that's been out. Three, two, one. Luke Skywalker shows up back at the end of the season, uh-huh. and obviously he's de aged and whatnot. And it looked good enough. Very little- magic to make him young yeah so it was just like okay that's cool but then this guy on the internet who does deep fakes went back and redid it i did hear about this but continue. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah he he made it look so much better because of the deep fake technology they hired him see that's smart yes that's smart though you see this person is capable better than what the people you paid for that's smart. Again, if they want the job, of mm. course. But again, that was smart. And think about it. He did that in like no time with probably mm. half the resources or shit. Not, probably a Ooh, fraction was, yeah. of the resources they have. You just imagine what he could do. 
Wow. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. So that's good for him, though. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that is a good story. So, I'm happy yeah. to hear that. Pay, pay, pay your artists, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pay your artists. So, yeah. So, basically, long story short, if you were like, hey, my favorite modder is just no longer on Nexus, now you know why. And you might have to just look up their name and see if they went to a different site or created their own. And that mod may or may not be there. It's up to Mm -hmm. them. Um, So looks like there was kind of a small Activision Blizzard update this week. Not a whole lot different has changed since we've talked about it last as far as the state of the lawsuits and everything. But um, there was another departure, at least, or a a couple, actually. Um, Three more senior employees have been let go. Uh, We have Louis Bariga, who is the director for Diablo 4, which would be coming up, um, along with Jesse McCree, which was Diablo 4's lead designer, and Jonathan LaCraft, who is designer with WoW. Um, So the article said they were let go. I don't know how that went down, but regardless, three more senior people who clearly allowed all of this to go on has been let go um did not read about bobby yet (laughs) um but um another little interesting thing here uh that that there's this soc investment group um they were part of the ones that tried to kind of lead that charge with the other shareholders to not give bobby their huge payday last year Mm -hmm. if you remember um where he didn't take his yearly but he just took the bonus because that was so nice of him you know it was like 155 million or some garbage like that. Anyway, mm. um, so the SOC's investment group executive director Dieter Weisenager. I hope Dieter I said that right. Weisenager. Dieter. Dieter. Dieter Weisenager. Yes, yes. I think it's Wozenager, but well, whatever. So Dieter, I'll just say, I don't know, issued a letter to Activision Blizzard's lead independent director Robert J. Morgado criticizing how the company has been handling this whole thing thus far. Um, so SOC, as I mentioned, is a shareholder of Activision Blizzard, who allegedly uh, was the one who was trying to get their executives in check over there. I don't know that they're they're working, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically they were like at the, he pointed out like no changes have really been announced regarding executive pay. Surprise, surprise. And was on the side of Activision Blizzard Workers Alliance by also criticizing their choice of the law firm, which we have discussed, the um, Wilmer Hale, mm-hmm. um, who's been, I guess, was the one that was hired to union busted Amazon. There's no evidence that's why they were hired here. But still, they're on the side of corporations, not the people. Um, and he goes on to state that this firm, Wilmer Hale, has a sterling reputation as a defender of the wealthy and connected, but it has no track record of uncovering wrongdoing. The lead investigator does not have in-depth experience investigating workplace harassment and abuse, and the scope of the investigation fails to address the full range of equity issues Mr. Kotick acknowledges. Um, so... I don't know if that's going to help or not. You start having maybe more of your big money investors starting to make more public-facing comments. Maybe that'll start to encourage more change because, again, we've said it a million times. Mm-hmm. Money is what speaks, unfortunately. No one's morals or any kind of humanity will come into play in a lot of these situations. Um, so, yeah, he's basically calling for them to, like – push beyond these stupid responses that you've said and more of you need to go more of you need to get your house in order and uh we'll see if the shareholders can make more of a change coming forward but i mean we're starting to see some people let go whether it's performative or real i don't know that we'll know that or not but um sacrificial I I lambs. Even get them cre- credit for doing the bare minimum it seems at this no. point but 
Um, that's the newest thing I could see updated on this story since we first um, heard about it. Oh, shoot, I think it's only been two weeks ago now, two or three weeks. Yeah, it's it's just all for show. This is what happens every time something like this comes up when there's uh, a big lawsuit, harassment, yada yada, whatever. We just mm-hmm. off a few people and be like, "Look what we we did a thing." Look what and we then, did. And yeah. then you'll just sweep it back under the rug, and you'll never talk about it again. It's like, no, 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 we took care of that. We fired people, remember? Yeah. They probably okay. got nice little golden parachutes in there too. I don't know. That's totally speculation on my part. They like, did. I didn't I'm see sure. anything that said it, but I just mm. kind of assume like we're sorry we have to let you go because of this. It'll make us look better. But here, mm-hmm. here, have all of this as a consolation prize. Thank you for playing. And they'll get another job somewhere else with another company that does the same shit. And that you know what? That's right, honestly so something to kind of keep your eyes open for. Whatever company they wind up at. Just oh, yeah. wait and see what happens. Because they will. They'll get a job. You'll hear it in a couple of weeks. Be like, oh, such and such creator who oh, was fired I think from they'll Blizzard. give it a little bit more time than that. But, yeah. I, I, I think other companies might still be a little too hesitant right now to want to put that name on it. I think we're going to have to give it a little bit of space. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just don't think it'll be that quick. Personally. Well, hopefully you're you're right. I, I just hope that they would, you know, get the help that they need to not be a garbage human and to be able to contribute to society in that way. That mm-hmm. would be the ultimate goal in my head. But um, but the little trolley gamers, they were contributing to society, building my favorite game, Diablo. Mm-hmm. And, and, wow. Mm-hmm. That disconnects real. How dare you slander his name? I'm going to send you a death threat email. No, not another one. Yeah. I know, games are serious business. Mm -hmm. But how about some more fun stuff? Gamescom stuff is kind of around the corner. Mm -hmm. Um, There isn't a whole lot yet, of course. We're still trying to tease you and make you want to come out and have fun and all this kind of stuff. But it will be, again, all digital. Mm -hmm. Um, August 24th through the 26th. And will be hosted by none other than Jeff Keighley. Um, They are boasting dozens of different partners that will be shown off over the three-day digital event. Well, maybe four or four events. I don't know. Xbox is doing their own uh, event early, like right before, I guess, everything kicks off. But it's like associated with Gamescom. I don't know. They do their own thing these days. So like the Xbox, Bethesda. I don't think they have anything to announce, but I don't know. Well, we might still be talking about Halo forever. Or Deathloop. Did that ever or come Death out? Or Deathloop. No, I think that's September now, actually. Hmm. So maybe it'll... Yeah. yeah. So we might see maybe, maybe a little bit more about stuff we already know about, but but I can't think of anything new. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, oh, right? I know what they'll um, do. I know what they'll hmm. do. They'll announce something with a title, and then that's it. <laughs> Coming in 2023. I maybe. 2025 or something, right? Because yeah. I know they keep saying like Skyrim 6, or not, I keep saying Skyrim 6, Elder Scrolls 6. Mm. Um, like, don't expect it anytime soon. And I'm like, oh, we weren't. No. But they'll show. The, I wasn't. Let's put it that way. They'll I just wasn't. show the fancy logo they've created. It's like, look, mm-hmm. it's happening. We said 2023, but yeah. we don't really know. It'll just be one of those games that gets delayed time and again. Possibly. Anyway. Or in so many years, it's just too early to be talking about. Um, if, hey, so, if that happens, I want some money. 
Well, oh, yeah, if they actually do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's, this was our fault, though, because everyone loves Elder Scrolls, so they keep asking and asking and asking, and I'm sure Bethesda's like, dude, look, fine. We're working on it, but just stop. Like, it's not close, mm. <laughs> you know? Like, I think they were just enough to be like, stop asking. Here's a logo just to let you know we are doing something with it and leave us alone about Elder Scrolls Six. I don't know. That's how I feel. Like, the parent just was like, oh, all right, look. <laughs> We're doing something, but it's just not ready. Stop. Uh, but if you're wondering how you could watch uh, Opening Night Live, which will kick off, I think they said about like a two-hour event um, over on Twitch and YouTube, of course. Um, and it looks like we've got the likes of EA, Ubisoft. You know, that's the first ones to show up. Sure. It's a little. Anyway. Uh, Bondi, Namco, and Sega, 505 Games. Those were just the few that I could see lined up that has their own event. Probably more to follow soon. Um, and then August 24th at 10 a.m., Pacific is when um, Xbox is doing their early show before the show. Sure. Let's just call it the start. I don't know. I don't mm. know why we're trying to make it complicated in these articles. Like, it's part of it, but it's early, but it doesn't officially start till they're done. Done it. Whatever. I don't know. You're making it complicated. It starts yeah. with Xbox, and we'll go from there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, tell us, siblings, are you excited for anything at Gamescom? Kind of curious. Do you have any inside knowledge about what you think will be announced that maybe we actually don't know is coming up yet? I still promise you we're going to see three or four trailers. It's nothing but a logo or some maybe. flash and in then, the pan. And then day one on Game Pass. You know? <laughs> Which will be delayed Whenever eventually. it is. <laughs> when it eventually happens. Uh, but outside of that, just a few quickets. Just a few okay. quickets. Those were like, I guess, the meteor stories this week that caught my eye. Um, uh, amongst all the rumors, because we love to do GTA rumors. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. We crave it. Well, this one might actually be true. Um, I'd seen it running around here that there was a GTA remastered trilogy, because um, that's what we do, is every time there's a new system, we're just going to keep repackaging that bad boy and throwing it out to you, yeah. just like Skyrim. Uh, but it's a remastered trilogy, but um, it actually is Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Um, looks like it's all digital only. Just a nice little update to those games. You get them all together. Um, we'll see when it comes out. There's no like date date. So that's why I say appears to be real to come out this fall. Yeah. yeah. But so, to all systems and the Switch. Which would be the first time it's been on um, a Nintendo console, I think. Yeah, that's true. But I, so just port more ports. <laughs> Yes. I thought we did ports. That's the life we live right now. Sequels and ports. Sequels and ports. Look, ports are fine, I guess. But if you're going to take the effort to bring a game back, why not go that extra mile? Like the Mafia Definitive Edition, where they really right. re- basically did. a rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I Resident know. Evil 2. Yeah. I know it just seems like it's too much work and just porting it over is easier but if you can just put in that little extra effort i don't know really that it's easier pe- blue point games makes a living off of it they they well they dedicate it. to it i yeah. think like you take the other team anyway hand it off I to them i just don't know if it's easier <laughs> yeah but no seriously hand it off to them let them do it sure and then release your game why not mm-hmm. yeah i don't know. i don't know why they keep doing these things I mean, GTA 5 is going to make money till the end of time, it feels like. Like, there's no sign still of that Mm. even slowing down, and that's been out forever. 
Uh, speaking of sequels and what I'm actually excited for, Frostpunk 2! Woo! Yeah, I, I didn't that. know they were going to make a second one. So I'm ready for all the saltiness this one will bring. Because I tell you, I love that first one. But my God, it can get hard. You start mm-hmm. to get really pissy at your people. I need food. I need medicine. It's like, you know what? I'm trying here. <laughs> I'm the only person trying to collect coal for you. Um, but the, the trailer is pretty much nothing. It's just like a little cinematic that basically is just telling you something is happening. Like the um, thing that I was just talking about. <laughs> right. Like most of these trailers, just a logo, basically. Hey, Um, But it is happening, and the only thing that I can really find out is that it's going to take place 30 years into the future after when the last game set off. So we're now into the gas and oil era. Okay. And then um, we will find out in, I'm assuming, the next year or two to come. Because it sounds like it's super, super early, but I'm here for it because I really loved the first one. And I really love the art style of the game, too. There's just something so unique about their style. Because even this war of mine, mm-hmm. like, there's just the, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, it's a lot different in the way it's, it plays and aesthetically and the way that they can just kind of make the background move along with it. I don't know. It's cool. I'm sure there's actual professional terms for all of this stuff that I'm trying to describe. But it's unique and different, and I'm here for it. And I can't wait. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> More begging with people. And then it would just be with more. Oh, uh, well, okay. We'll it's talk depressing about that one later. Anyway, that, yeah, could, that could start a whole other debate with my snarky sarcasm. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm excited. Friday, mm-hmm. August 19th, 12 minutes release. Yeah, releases. finally. Um, if you're not familiar, of course, that is the interactive thriller that has what uh, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, Willem Dafoe lends mm-hmm. their voices to it. Um, and it's on Gay Pass. I know. I'm one of them people now. I'm sorry. I got it's indoctrinated okay. and it's I okay. do now realize how awesome it is. And that's what I'll be doing Friday. It's okay. I mean, you it's go enjoy your Game Pass. No, we just need to get you more into PC gaming because your laptop can handle it, man. It can. I know. It's, you just got to plug you into your TV. I know. I tried. I'm telling you, man, the amount of... I know. I know. Not an ad. We're not sponsored. But, my God, the amount of games that actually come on there that you would pay like 60, 70 bucks a pop or even 20 bucks a pop and I paid five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I just... I get it. I, I don't it. know. If it's a game I really would play over and over again, I would absolutely throw money at it. But with the way my gaming lifestyle is, once I beat it, I'm usually done with a very small exception, a handful of games I'll come back to over the years. Mm-hmm. It made sense. And now that I see it's coming on there, I'm like, sorry, Steam. This might be the first time. I'm like. Now, can you? But pl- if I wanted to buy it, I probably would go back. So Game Pass. <laughs> you can play on your PC. Like, uh, yes. Can you buy things? I think that's kind of it's going to be its kicker because it doesn't appear to stay on Game Pass forever. But you can so buy it, something. You can buy it off of there. Absolutely. So, like, I've seen, like, the option to buy, play, whatever. So, my thinking is, especially with games that are maybe more endless or that you would play a lot or 40, 50, 60, 80 hours you put in, um, once it comes off Game Pass, you're probably gonna buy it there because you've already put in all your time and effort and everything there so i mean in that respect it's smart Mm because honestly if i played a game where it took a long time to level up build up got all this stuff i'd probably just buy it there too because i wouldn't want to start all over okay (laughs) although like state of decay 2 i feel like has been on there since 
the start of the PC Game Pass. So I'm not sure which games get decided how long they're there. But mm. there is a section that tells you which games are leaving. So that's when I went, ah, there's the big kicker. Because if you want to keep playing it, go ahead, buy it. Anywho, I stand Game Pass. <sighs> Sorry. Maybe one day I'll, I'll sniff around. Yeah, it was just too good. Once I see now all the games that I was excited for coming out there and I realized I don't have to spend 300 bucks this month. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. I don't know. Sorry, devs. You probably <laughs> don't like me saying that. I don't know how you get paid. Moving on. Moving the on. devs over at Hello Games. <laughs> or I dig myself in a hole that doesn't need to be. Um, they teased a new update for No Man's Sky. Yeah. Like the gift that keeps on giving. What a great story. It will be free apparently for all players. Um, did I say it was called Frontiers? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said what it was Maybe. called, but it'll be Frontiers. Yeah. Uh, dude, I was looking at the list of all the free updates that came. Holy crap. Like I never got into it from the get-go and it just isn't a game that interests me at all. Mm-hmm. But my God, I like do, just yeah. gift keeps on giving. It's their fifth anniversary surprise apparently. Five years, damn. Every time I see them uh, doing stuff like this, it makes me want to go check it out again. Mm-hmm. Because I, there was something good there that I knew would be, could be fun. But it was just that empty void of there being nothing. And then when I did come back to it eventually, there was a little bit extra. But it was still mm-hmm. kind of not quite what it needed to be. And then now it, I just see all this activity and it's how like tenth l- update or something. Yeah. yeah, just how intense and how live or alive everything is. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go explore these planets. You should you go know? back to it, especially with all of them being free and everything like that. I tell you, I love the story with these guys. It just seems like it was just such a rough start, probably a little in over their head and all this kind of stuff. But I. I true example of how people can just make mistakes not intentionally and i don't know it's it's feeling now because like they didn't ignore it run away or close it all down they were like nope we effed up how do we fix this and make it better we believe in this thing so yeah anyway they 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 fulfilled their promise let's Mm -hmm. just put it that way they did what like when when they came out and presented this game to us this is the game they promised, and they have fulfilled that, and then some. Right. So. And who's to say now my memory could be a little muddied on whether we just as gamers decided all of this stuff was supposed to be there day one or what? I don't know. Enough distance has passed. Why bring yeah. it up? I feel like they've done they've done good. They're making a great game, and the following seems like great group of people. Even sure. so, it's not even like a toxic community. So. Uh, good stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, fifth anniversary surprise, a new update called Frontiers coming your way. Mm-hmm. Um, and last, last little quicket I have, uh, rumor has it, Bethesda may be creating or have already created a new studio dedicated to remakes and remasters. We'll see. Now that's exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> right? There you go. I should have just moved that quicket right on up there to, uh, segue in. But yeah, so... There you go. <laughs> it seems like it's a rumor, mm-hmm. but apparently, you know, it's one of those YouTubers that's always been really good about uncovering it in the past. So yeah. we have it on good authority. There's like this one YouTuber's <laughs> name that I keep seeing pop up <clears throat> on my feed, and I'm guessing I watched them one time. And sure. they're called Emergency. The loved it. Yeah, they're called Emergency Awesome. And every time. Some little rumor, some little thing pops up. They have this 10 to 15 minute video about this 
one teensy-weensy little headline. You talk about the most clickbaity bullshit. That's the journalism we're in these days, yeah. man. Rumor has it that... Blah, 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 and I don't even want to click it to hear what he's got to say. Right. Because just seeing it just seems so pretentious and just right. like arrogant. Like you're just trying to sucker me in for a view. Well, fuck you. I'm not clicking your video. <laughs> I won't do it, man. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, I, jerks. Anyway. I got two quickets. Uh-huh. Go for it. Uh, I know one that we've talked about, but I just wanted to bring it up here. Uh, how about Idris Elba being Knuckles? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why like, I wrote that down and then it completely escaped my mind as mm-hmm. the week went on. Uh, but, yeah, I don't... Sure. I yeah. think he's a good actor. It's uh, lending his voice to it. Let's see. I'm never going to be that person that will begrudge any actor anything ever again. Yeah. I, I mean, can't have something on record. For me to just be proved wrong on the internet time and time again, several. But like, I didn't on. have any preconceived <laughs> notions <Right. laughs> about who should play Knuckles. It wasn't mm. just like, oh God, no, or oh yeah. It was just mm. like, they'll get yeah, someone. Sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. And then they said Idris Elba, and I'm like, sure, okay, yeah. sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, because. I don't know what he's supposed to sound like, <laughs> you know? That, I didn't, I, that's true. Like, it, I don't have anything in my head about, like, what Knuckles should be. Of course, I try not to solidify any fictional character into one thing because mm-hmm. they didn't exist. I'm I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if they didn't get him uh, for two reasons, which, again, I think, would, obviously, he's got a voice that's like, butter. Oh, God, oh, yeah. yeah, right? So I know. I feel like you're getting a voice that sounds commanding. Uh, mm-hmm. could probably do you know something kind of dark and serious, which I feel like he's gonna kind of be. But then uh, a voice that that can convey a little bit of humor and comedy, because mm-hmm. if you watch Suicide Squad, he did a pretty good job at towing that line, balancing that mm-hmm. act. And I think it's a good choice. I, I don't good. have, I don't think anything. I don't. I can't think of anybody else. Not that he was born to play Knuckles, but I just, right? <laughs> I don't know who else could play this role. I don't. Right, I, and to I be don't, fair, I've given it no thought. Yeah, you know, I have like not. It, it yeah. never crossed my mind. I just figured they'd get a, a you know a common voice actor Someone, and just yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, why not give it to Nolan North? Why not? Who cares? Sure. sure. Well, we know who that is, but like yeah. movies, when you're crossing over in that like that, like mm. once you start mentioning like Nolan North and stuff, to is it who? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So gamers really mm. know who that is. Right. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I see your point. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last thing I wanted to bring up, because this was kind of a... This actually happened, reported today. Uh, mm. Do you know the name Steve Perrin? I'm not confident. Uh, he was the creator of RuneQuest, and he's uh, okay. he had done quite a few other games. Uh, he passed away at 75, mm-hmm. so... Uh, if you're his name has it wasn't like oh yeah that guy but I know I know his name I know I've seen his name attached to things uh, whether it be yeah. in certain uh, video games that I've I've researched or whatever but I know I've I've seen that name so uh, yeah. I just wanted to kind of bring that up yeah. if you're a fan of RuneQuest or any games like that yeah it's like RuneQuest Stormbringer Call of Cthulhu on the wiki mm-hmm. and i realize anybody can update that so i'm 100 but yeah oh yeah Aww. best of the families absolutely thoughts and my wishes oh boy 
Well, that's actually all I had. Okay. On the docket. What 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 fun are we ending the show with today? Well, today we're actually going to have a little discussion, you and I, oh, yes. about our favorite mini games. I just heard all the siblings go, but we always listen to you have a conversation. <laughs> uh, but this is a fun conversation that you all can all. chime in on. Yes. All you got to do yes. is add us at Supermarket Crash. Like I collectively heard the sighs. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. It's okay. So I thought it would be fun to explore something that I would argue most large-scale games contain, which are mini-games. Now, yeah. while I can't say for certain, um, the earliest video game to contain a mini-game that I could find was the original Final Fantasy from 1987. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to power through this name. Uh, programmer Nasir Gabelli. Yeah. Sure. Uh, a lot of struggle there. He apparently slipped into a sliding, or slipped in. I don't know why I said slipped into. He didn't slip into anything. <laughs> he slipped in to the game a sliding puzzle as kind of a little Easter egg. And uh, I say slipped in because it was not part of the game's design. Like, there was no plan to have it in there. He was just like, hey. And he just oh, put it okay. in there. So if you found it, it's like, what is this? Ah. ah. So it's kind of a nice little, uh, you know, nugget for for people. For those who do, uh, I, I assume you had to do a little side exploring, and you would happen upon it or something. Something, nice yeah. Little reward for the curious people. So this actually kicked off a trend, uh, seeing as how every Final Fantasy title since then has contained a mini game. <laughs> so it just be- kind of became its thing. Final Fantasy VII currently holds the record for the most mini games in an RPG. Really. At, at, 30 like overall series within the yeah within the rpg uh genre final fantasy 7 has 30 mini games and no other rpg now granted outside of that i don't know okay but yeah now uh some mini games uh can be crucial to finishing your quest while others are just simply to take a break from the action some mini games uh feel like they they don't quite fit a definition of a mini game even though people say well it's like a mini game uh yeah then we've had games that are actually built around mini games yes i want to look at those mini games that we probably spent as much time on or enjoy as much as the game we're playing so Uh it doesn't feel cumbersome burdensome or something like that. It's just like when you come across it, you're like, you're so excited. And you know it's not helping you finish the game yeah. even a little bit. But you're just going to sit there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, no, I want to I want to do this because I'm having a yeah. lot of fun. So that's what we're talking about today. So I thought we would kind of add a little list of our favorite mini games that we've personally gotten some uh, information. Some or, mileage or, out of. My, I don't know why I said information. <laughs> God damn it. My brain. Well, I mean, we probably learned something too. Yeah, so the minigame that, that wasted your time the most in a regular game, but in all the right ways, right. you know, in all the right ways. Because you wanted to. You actively chose to do it, yeah. Now, while I could imagine some people would say that games like WarioWare and stuff like mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah, there's, there's so many great mini games in that, I don't feel like that kind of fits the definition of what I'm looking for here, you know? 
because those are like two to three second little mini games and you're just doing that stuff on the fly that's that's kind of its point the mini games are right. the game i'm talking about mm-hmm. the mini games fishing on the legend of zelda ocarina of time you can go fishing well the most classic version gwent on witcher 3 yeah exactly in fact that's on my list <laughs> yeah <laughs> because well like all right so probably I'll, the biggest one to point to for yeah. sure i mean that one i'll talk about that one real quick that one is a is a mini game that kind of took on a life of its own because sure did, it yeah. became something within this game that everybody was so obsessed with that they spun it off into its own game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't think of any other mini game in which that's happened. I really can't. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. I'm sure a listener right now is going, but what about? Well, tell us which one that is. Dava, get curious. on it. <laughs> You're right, Dava. Where are we at? Our... our well of knowledge right mm-hmm. there but it's such it's it, at first it seems overwhelming like you're not quite sure what you're doing but once you really start to learn the mechanics of gwent and how it works and how the gameplay i mean you get really obsessed with it and then you get into these uh uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for here these these trials you're but i didn't play gwent you have to uh, track down cards for your deck within uh, yeah. the game. Sure. So now that becomes yet another quest for you in The Witcher 3. Oh, like gathering magic cards right. or Pokemon cards. Okay. Yeah, so then you right. find yourself going out of your way. If you know where to find another Gwent card, you'll go do that. So mm-hmm. then you have a more powerful deck. Sure. And then you okay. go and then you go play Gwent with somebody. And then. And it's just. It's. It's a really fun game. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you've never played Gwent, give it time. You know, try to learn it. It's not going to be something you'll just immediately go like, oh, yeah. Or unless you're like a savant or something like that. And maybe you'll just, you're like, oh, yeah, I know how to play this. This is so easy. But, I mean, it it would always felt like a a fun game that you win some, you lose some. And I was never frustrated by it. You know, it was okay. like, I just, I played my hand wrong. I didn't do something right. I can do this. You can see where you went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I really think Gwent is a great example of a mini game within a game that's mm-hmm. a ni- it's, it's a nice distraction. Say you've, you've just been wailing on some monsters or whatever in, in The Witcher and you just need a break. You don't, you don't want to go out and fight some hard monster because that shit can be hard sometimes. Yeah, it can. You know? You like just right go. away too. If you wander off too too early, mm-hmm. oof. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, oof. you can, you can always go into a bar or a tavern. I guess they're taverns in the game. Probably. Who knows? Uh, and go play some Gwent because there's always someone looking to play Gwent. So yeah. yeah. So what, what's uh, what's a game on your list? What do you got? Well, I just thought I'd start probably with like the easiest because I'm a simple person. Mm-hmm. I, I take simple joys and things that obviously just the Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. The amount of time I would sit there and play blackjack once I finally found blackjack was ridiculous. Well, until I ran out of coins. Yeah. I rarely won. Maybe that should have been a sign. <laughs> But I did. I would seek out the different because I what like I think each bar you find has a different kind of casino card game, right? Mm-hmm. That you'll play. And I remember like as soon as I found poker, it's like there has to be blackjack. For some reason, I'm addicted to blackjack. Like even the few handful of times I've been inside a casino physically myself to play a card game, I always gravitate towards blackjack. Yeah. 
Maybe I feel like I have more control over that one. Like if you're just, you know, take into what's on the table here, you can make a smart play. I don't know. But my God. And just the little banter you would have with the people around the table too would be interesting as well. And I would try to get hammered before I did. (laughs) (laughs) So my own mini game with the mini game. Yeah. Was to get completely hammered and play the blackjack. But yeah, my God, I bet most of my time spent, especially in the early, early moments of Red Dead 2 was spent sitting there playing freaking blackjack with all these other dudes at the table. Mm-hmm. Drinking my beer. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever they have. Just whatever you got. Like, I really role played it when I played Red Dead, though, too. Like, I, I would get into it. That's how it's fun. That's how it's fun. So, Did you get so I hammered, spit you just... around my house or anything. Oh, okay. Like, you know. <laughs> so we get, like, can. blackout drunk or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that mud. I'd be able to play anything at that point. <laughs> But that that's the first one I had on my list because I feel like a lot of people could probably relate to that one or just casino card games in general mm-hmm. um, in some of them that, yeah, I, I will sit there for hours. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ignoring the story mm-hmm. and just playing cards. And in my head, they all now know I'm the big, bad casino blackjack player. Could take a ball. <laughs> See, I kind of want to go back and... and- Right? Like, right now around. I feel like just going and wandering around Red Dead, I mm. tell you. Nothing Such fancy. Such a great game. Yeah, just, just wander around. Just wander around. So pretty. Mm-hmm. So many little things to do. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to really piggyback fun. off of that, which this would kind of be in the same vein of Black Jack and Gwent. I personally feel like that feels like a mini game that I had a lot of fun with. And I'm sure you could play, um, it's one of those mini games that kind of has a purpose if you want it to have a purpose. Uh, okay. And I think, I think in Gwent you can um, earn cards from the people you play with. I think that's how that works. Like if you win a match with someone, you earn a card. Okay. I oh, think that's yeah. right. But in uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, there was a game called Orlog. I don't know if you've okay. heard of this. And it it reminded me of Gwent in the sense that you're playing, you know, you've got someone who's like, hey, you want to play me in a game? And you're like, sure, why not? And then you'll earn something from it, which are like these little tokens or whatever that help you play. Now, okay. I'm try to explain this the best way I know how, how the game is set up. So you have 15 little stones. And think of that like your life, okay? Okay. Then you have, uh, I think it's... Six die. So it's almost like Yahtzee <laughs> or okay. something like that. So you have yeah. like six die and they all have uh, different you know, markings on them. There's like a hand, there's a helmet, a shield, an arrow, an axe, and then probably something else that I'm forgetting. Now, okay. each one represents how you're going to either uh, attack, defend, or even steal from the other opponent. So, obviously, arrows and axes, they're attacks, shields and and helmets, that's defense. And then your hand, you collect little gold pieces, which you use as kind of currency for special moves, if you will. And then you Mm -hmm. can steal those from your opponent if you have the hands. Okay. Now, that's the basic setup there. So, what you do at that point is you roll, and you get three rolls. So, you'll you'll roll your die in this little uh, bowl or whatever. And you see what you've got. You pick out which ones you want to use. And then you lay them out. And then the next person goes. They do the same. 
then you roll again. Do you want to use any of those? You lay them out, yay or nay. And then it's pretty much by the third roll, your last roll, you have to, whatever comes out, you have to use. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of play this strategically. How are you going to attack or defend? And then you okay. can, again, see what the other person is laying out. So if they lay out three arrow die, you probably want to get three shield die to block that. Mm-hmm. So that would be the, the main moves after the three uh, rolls of die. So who's going to get what, who's defending, who's attacking, whatever. Additionally, you have these... Um, don't really know what you'd call them. They're, this is what you earn for, for winning a match. They're like these little totems, I guess, or mm-hmm. that's probably not even the right term for Just it. Just like a coin of some sort? or Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a little... Uh, artifact. Artifact, there you go. Let's use artifact as a good word. Okay. So you'll earn these, and these artifacts that you collect kind of give you a special ability to help you turn the tide of the match, if you will, possibly. Yeah. Like a special move. Right. But to use it, you have to earn these little gold pieces. So you'll earn those uh, in two different ways. You can either steal them from your opponent with the little hand thing, or mm-hmm. you'll see like these little dotted lines around the, the edge of your uh, die. And if they show up, that's an automatic coin. So okay. you can kind of look at that and be like, oh, I've got a dotted line. Well, let me put those down and then I can get the coins and then I can use mm-hmm. a special move. And the special moves have three tiers. There's like uh, for two coins, you can do like a small little special move. Four coins, you like medium kind of move. And then if, you can, mm-hmm. if you've got enough coins, you can do a really big move. And it can be anything from uh, preventing the other player from attacking your stuff. Like you can do a block move. You can do like a super attack move, which I always kind of went back on. Like I'd earn my money and I'd mm-hmm. chip away at his health. And then as soon as he had eight... Bam! I just slammed that down. Done. And it was like, that's it. And the beauty of the, this, uh, these artifacts is depending on what the move is will depend on when it's used. So, for example, if you are trying to enhance the attacks that you laid out in your die, like you can have this one, so say you only have one arrow, you've got three arrow die laid out, mm-hmm. and then you use your artifact, and you're going to increase the power of their moves, you can turn those one arrow die into three arrow die. So now you, instead of getting three hits, you're getting nine. Damn. And yeah. if you've only got three shields, too bad. Died. You're, yeah, you're still getting six hits. It's so you better day. be. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so little things like that can really shift the way it works. You've got health moves. You've got... Um, defense destroyers everything i mean it just it doesn't uh-huh. matter so it's it's strategic because even when you think you've got it figured out if you make one wrong move i mean this guy can just be like oh by the way i've got this move and you're like damn yeah. and the ones that would always multiply the axes or the the arrows that's where i would underestimate my opponent because you don't know what they have Mm-hmm. So you know what you have, and you can only choose three. Like, you'll have a selection you can choose from to help you out, but you only get three. So you have to try to play and select based on your play style. Like, what are you going to do that's going to help you through this, and how can you get there faster to eliminate them? Because, if, again, you could. I, I was winning there for a while, and then he's like, oh, 
I've got I've got about 15, 20 gold pieces. I'm going to use this, and I'm going to screw you over, big time. <clears throat> and you just don't have the opportunity. <laughs> but it's a fun game. Like I never yeah. I never felt like if I lost, I wasn't like ah ah like Returnal mad. No, I wasn't mad. Right. I was just like, <laughs> damn, I sorry, I screwed that up. Damn, all right. So okay. Well, you could see where where you went wrong, maybe, mm-hmm. and it would make sense. So what I, I would could do to fix it. Exactly. I never felt like it was a cheat or anything like that. Like I know that I have the same moves in some. Was it just some RNG BS? Yeah. <laughs> that got you. <laughs> it's just like, I know that I just needed to rethink my strategy and that's what made it even more uh, involved and, and exciting is as soon as you kind of lose and you saw what you did or you saw how he won is like, yeah, well I, I got it. And you saw the movie used. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to put that in the back of my head mm-hmm. and I need to figure out how to prevent him from doing that. And yeah. you adjust your tactics so that when you win, it's just like, Ta-da! and you feel satisfied by it. He's right. like, yeah, okay. You, you got me once, but I got you Figured right back. That out. Yeah. So yeah, Orlog is a lot of fun. And that's one of those I think would be fun to have is kind of a, like if they said, Hey, we're going to turn Orlog into a, a, a separate thing. Yeah. $5. It's- sure. Sounds like some people would totally play, take off with Mm -hmm. like that, for sure. I think it would actually be a good multiplayer game. Like, you and I would be like, hey, you want to play some Warlock? Sure. And then we can just sit there and chit-chat and just play Warlock. Why Mm -hmm. not? It'd be a lot of fun. Maybe expand on it in some way. Should do that. Note. So what else you got? Well, siblings, my stuff is not nearly as thought-provoking and intense as the ones that Steven has chosen. Um, But... When you had mentioned earlier with Final Fantasy having the most little mini games, mm-hmm. I will admit I was shocked because Yakuza, yeah. I feel like throughout their entire franchise series, they've had so many. I almost want to look up now to see how many they have over their lifetime. But there's one, I think it was in Yakuza 0, mm-hmm. that had the disco mini game. Yeah. And I get into these little rhythm games because if anyone's played anything Yakuza, it's so big and ridiculous and over the top. And that is what draws me to it. It's just that tomfoolery, over-exaggeration of everything, and I freaking love it. So when you have these big bad Yakuza's disco dancing the way that they do, or even like the little karaoke and the mm-hmm. little moves that they have them do. It's so silly and over the top and ridiculous. And when you mess it up, it's even more fun. <laughs> and the fact that everyone is just cheering you on and making everything so much more fun, like the entire room has just stopped. Mm-hmm. So we can watch this one person <laughs> do this rhythm disco day- game. I think it's just hilarious. And I would spend... So much time in there going through every song you would unlock. Yeah. Because you could get new ones, especially like with the karaoke and stuff. But that disco game got me every freaking time. See, mine's not because it's thought provoking. It's mm-hmm. like it was so dumb. I laugh. So if you want the good, I guess, thought provoking mini games, you go to Steven. If you're just like me, who just wants like mindless humor because it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Play the Yakuza mini game. Okay. <laughs> But I do. There's so many in Yakuza games, though. Because, like, I mean, they even have, like, baseball ones and golf ones and then the karaoke ones and then dancing. I mean, it's just, like, it's so over the top and ridiculous. Mm. It's hilarious. 
It, it just, I love them. I'm I will, I will seek them out in most Yakuza games just to see where all of the different mini games are. And I guess they're not completely useless. Like you don't have to do them, but sometimes you can like earn stuff that might make things nicer for you later on or, hmm. you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, they've got so many. I really do want to know now. Now, keep in mind, when I said uh, Final Fantasy, that they they were very specific to say RPGs. So, Yakuza, Yakuza could. Is not considered an RPG, though? I feel like it would kind of... Like, in sense? Hmm. Action. Maybe. maybe. It does kind of have RPG elements to it. Yeah. Is hmm. it, I, I'm, now I'm curious. Okay. Oh, like a dragon popped up as a turn-based RPG. <laughs> That's what I figured it was like. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a JRPG, mm. which I guess is the same thing, just a Japanese role-playing game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they could. But Good. they're just also long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even Final Fantasy is super long. Yakuza games are super long, and there's quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know off the top of my head how many off the top of my head off the top of my head how many Yakuza games there are one through five zero like a dragon I don't know there's probably like ten mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway anyway disco dancing in Yakuza zero I got really- me like yeah and I would spend like hours in there just going through every single song that I could yeah I really need to get back on that i don't know why i stopped playing it i think it was because i was playing in my bedroom and everything else is everywhere else and i just i never moved it i don't know what's wrong they're with long me. though it's 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 a commitment you got to mm. be in the mood and you got to be like you know committing to that's what you're going to do for probably a couple of weeks yeah getting hours at a time uh <laughs> It's hard. As many as I've played, I can't say I've finished nearly as many as I've started, of course. And mm. not for any other reason than just, like, enough time passed where I was just, like, ready to move on, even though I liked them. Mm-hmm. I guess not enough. Eh. Anyway, go play Disco. Yeah. Why not? Uh, the last one I want to talk about, because I had a few that I was mulling over, sitting there thinking, like, here's a, an honorable mention uh, was uh, Mercenaries on Resident Evil 4. But the only reason I don't yeah. feel like I want to give it... I know it's technically a mini game, but I feel like it's not different enough from the regular game. You know what I mean? You've yeah. just taken the idea of just going around killing a bunch of people in a town and just turning it into a mini game. So sure. it's not... And then like 5 and 6 kind of took off on that idea for yeah. a minute in certain areas but yeah so i don't don't really feel like that defines what we're looking for here something as a break or different from what yeah because you can't just go back endlessly whenever you feel like it at any point in the story so mm-hmm. maybe not i don't know yeah <laughs> anyway i am um, the beholder i guess right right one. i'm sure people will argue mm-hmm. uh my all-time favorite as I was sitting there thinking about all this, and I can't wait to get back to it, because I'm hoping I'll have the time to do so and get there before uh, the two weeks is up. No More Heroes 2 has the best mini games by far, which is really interesting because I've heard some people complain about them. You know, and well, I think you can't please everyone. I think what it is is they're not quite understanding the gist of it. Because one thing that I'd say, and this is to try and get to a point in this, 
comparing No More Heroes 1 and 2, what they did between the two games is they mm-hmm. streamlined a lot, which I appreciated. In part one, you have kind of free reign of the town that you're in. And so you get to ride around on your bike and then you can travel to here, to there, to here, to there. Part two, they just said, you know what? Just go, just point on the map where you want to go and we'll just put you there. And I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're cutting out this driving bullshit we don't need. It's not important. Right. Just that they add to make games feel yeah. longer. And you know what? It's not all that bad in the game, but it's just, I just want to go there. Yeah. It's, it feels let's tedious. Get, get, get down to it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get there. So, in part one, you had jobs that you had to do. You go to a place. Mm-hmm. There's a, a you. I mowed the lawn. Yeah, you mow a lawn. You can go collect coconuts. Uh, yeah. There was uh, like I think you're hunting for for mines on a beach. Uh, I don't know that I did that one yet. I feel like there was another one that I like. All right. Anyway, th- mm-hmm. they're all within the context of what you're already playing. So, you're playing. Uh, a mini game based on whatever's kind of in the in the world itself, which I mean, it's fine. I mean, they are what they are, and it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Part two, they turn them into new games, which is what I appreciate because instead of leaning into okay, well, say you're going to do the coconut thing again, instead of it being you on a beach knocking on trees collecting coconuts, they've turned it into this eight bit mini game. So now it becomes something oh, okay. completely different and more in the vein of another game that you may have played. And all the jobs are like that. With I think there was maybe one that they didn't take to that degree, but I can't remember which one it was. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The rest of them were just mm, so good the way they did it. Uh, some of my favorite, there's this one called Bug Out. And what you do is you're pretty much it's an exterminator job so you're having to again this is all kind of an 8-bit grid and you have to spray the uh the bugs that are there and then you have to suck them up in a vacuum but there's Mm -hmm. a very particular way in which you do that so you got to spray them you got to knock them out and then you can collect them and then you got to try to do all this and to get the highest score just make sure you don't die or you get hit or anything like that uh there's another one that's more of a puzzle uh game where you have to kind of connect it's called lay the pipe get it Uh, and then you're trying to put all these pipes together to get the flow of water through the sewer system Mm -hmm. or the the water system or whatever sure i mean i've seen stuff kind of like so it's it's essential puzzle Mm -hmm. you know put the piece here put the piece there and then try to figure out how to get it from point a to point b Mm -hmm. simple stuff um one of my all-time favorites in the game that they have is called man the meat and you are a cook. And again, all this is done in an 8-bit style. Yeah. Which just makes it so much better. Even the audio is in an 8-bit style. Mm-hmm. It's, people walk into your restaurant and you're sitting at a, at a stove or whatever. And they ask for a steak. So they'll say, uh, rare, medium, or well done. So you have to cook okay. to that mm-hmm. degree. And you have to kind of keep your eye on the steak watch the color to know exactly See, what you I would need like to do those it. yeah i wasted too many times on those little cookie games like that. and what makes it even better being in that style is you'll sit there you'll watch it put it on the plate serve it up and they will rate you based on whether or not you got it right or not 
So mm -hmm. some people will be like, that's good. And keep in mind, this is that 8-bit, oh, that's good. So it's, yeah. But that's what makes it so much better because <laughs> there's this one, if you do it wrong, he's like, that's like shit. And then throws something at you. So okay. to hear this in an 8-bit style, cussing you because you screwed up his state, it's just, Fantastic. it makes it so much better. And I love playing that, that minigame. That might give me flashbacks. I don't know. <laughs> I've had food thrown at me before. so. But no, it, 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 for my money, those minigames, they're all unique in their own way. They all mm -hmm. resemble a style of minigame that we're all familiar with, but then they put a spin on it. And these are your, now granted, these are your jobs in which you earn money to continue the game, but I had so much fun playing them just as much as I did playing the main game. So mm -hmm. I would I would go back and earn extra money for whatever and not even care about, I was like, oh man, do I have to earn X amount of dollars? Oh my God, it, it never felt like a chore. You yeah. know, it was just like, oh yes, I cannot wait because I'm going to mm -hmm. go play this one or go play that one or try a new one. I yeah. think there was one called Sting So Good. That's the one I'm, I was trying to remember because I thought it was in part one and it might be and I just haven't got there yet. But you're having to collect scorpions. And I'm almost positive you had to do that like in the actual main gameplay style. It's not 8-bit. Okay. So you like go around. part of it. Yeah, so you're going out off into this uh, big barren field and there's a bunch of scorpions. You pick them up with a tong and you throw them in this bucket on your mm -hmm. back. So I feel like that's the one that was the regular art style but it's it's still fun it's still yeah just as fun as anything else so i recommend those if you haven't played them just the side jobs alone are, are awesome oh totally yeah in <coughs> oh, my totally opinion. do you have yeah. another one we should have ended on yours it was much more interesting oh i'm sorry i did make three well what do you I, got i i i followed instructions mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, the last one that I had written down, um, and it's been so long since I VR'd, it took me a minute to try to like remember some of these, but Defector, which is a VR game, mm -hmm. uh, it had a little market area that you could go into, and I believe like there could have been a point if you wanted to play them to earn enough stuff to take with you to just like upgrade things if you wanted to, yeah. but it would, it would tap out and... There was no limit on how long you could be in there. But there was um, three different stations in a market area in VR. So to me, this was much more fun where I was sitting down and playing like Plinko. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, they, they had a dice game there too. And I don't remember what it was called. It kind of played like Yahtzee, but not exactly. Like it had its own rules. And I should have, I guess, looked it back up since you had such a great explanation for yours. Mine, I don't remember. That's we rolled the dice and <laughs> you collected coins or whatever. But I, I can remember going into the game knowing that I was just going to go park it in that market area for like an hour or two because I wanted to play the Plinko games. I'm a game show fanatic, so I mm -hmm. would sit there and play the little Plinko. I don't remember what it was called. I call it Plinko. I'm sure it had its own name in the game. And uh, and their little dice game. And I would clean up <laughs> on some of them. On some of them. <laughs> Until I lose all my coins and then you have to go play to like earn some more or whatever. Um, but all in all, fantastic game too. I do recommend Defector. Makes you feel like kind of like Blood and Truth. Mm -hmm. You know, where you feel like you're in this action movie. Yeah. 
jumping out of airplanes and shooting people and sometimes you're on rails and have to go through it fast or whatever but yeah early on in the game go park it in that market area (laughs) that's what i would do and i don't know maybe it was just more fun too being in vr just felt like i was sitting there like having these little conversations with people or whatever like yeah sitting around playing the gambling like you would with real humans maybe (laughs) at some point in our lives uh this was pre-2020 so if i would have only known how yeah. real that reality would be um but yeah i that that's my last minute i don't have anything thought provoking okay. or profound it's fine. um i do not think it would hold up on its own as its own game hmm. uh, <laughs> outside of that game outside of its confines but yeah the plinko plinko it's fun it is i really kind of want uh, a price is right vr game i'm just saying that would be yeah that would be kind of amazing. why haven't they done that I don't know, because maybe I'm the only person who wants it. <laughs> I mean, it, they made, <laughs> like, Jeopardy. There's lots of game shows I wish would be in VR that I could play, like Pyramid. I would love to play some Pyramid. I don't, I don't know how you do it on VR. I guess you would have to, like, maybe with other humans. Maybe. Maybe. They could do know. it. There is game show VR games. It's just they're, like, off-brand knockoff ones, because I've played them with Vaz before. Shout out, Vaz. Hey, how are mm-hmm. you? Um, and we would play, like, trivia games and stuff where... We would be in the VR and we look like we're standing behind the thing and we have the announcer and the big lights and everything going on. So, I mean, it was fun for once or twice through, but... Um, well, hell, take a look at what they did with uh, those. We played uh, Knowledge is Power on our oh, yes. summer vacation, so... That was fun. Yeah, that I was liked nice, it. Yeah, it was a good little party game. Yeah. You get a bunch of people together and just do some mm-hmm. some fun trivia and that's for me mm-hmm. i'm telling you i love me my game shows i that's need right. to just get the game show network already i'm sure <laughs> it's on its own somewhere and i can play along at home but yeah so that was my last one that's okay it was fine it was my last one but those are three that i can remember off the top of my head that i've wasted too much time on and it didn't help the actual story at all so and there you go nothing just wrong got with that. stuck in it yep you play your way and siblings, if you have, you, what's your favorite mini game? That's what I'm I want to know. Curious. There's got to be so many I couldn't even think of. Yeah, it's got to be. Like if if, if fishing won't get me. No, I mean I, I've. I, that I can is the get one mechanic it. in any game I have zero interest in. It's not fun. If there's an achievement, I will just not get it. See, now that was one <laughs> of the achievements in I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it was just like, hey, collect all the fish. And I was, like, I would go fishing every now and again because I needed fish for something. So I'd have to go out looking for them. But at some point, like, I didn't even know where to look for certain fish. Because they they give you a map. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a funny little joke in there where you get, it's not a map per se, but it's like a guidebook. And it's called Fantastic Fish and Where to Find Them. Oh, Uh, wow. So you can look to find where all these fish are, but Uh there would never be like one specific spot. It would just be like, oh, if you just go here, 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 you can find this fish. And go here, 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 you can find that one. Oh, you're looking for that one? second Tuesday that's raining, you can go here. Yeah, and it's just like, oh my God, there's so many fish. So I just said, you know what? I don't don't need this. That, that, That could be my challenge. If anyone knows of a fishing game, just in general, that you actually think I would find funny, fun, funny, well, funny too is fun, but fun, 
I've never come across any of them in any game, mini or otherwise, that has caught my interest, that is just as boring as real life fishing, in my opinion. I get so people love it. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there. And then the way it translates to games, oh, I got to like tap the thing really quickly just to get my fish on there or sit there and wait till you see it. Like not fun. Yeah. Nothing about it is fun. If you make me in the game because I have to to get past something, I will do it long enough to get past it if I want to. If it's optional, I will never touch it. I get it. Never. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Siblings, can you find me one? Do you, You're like, no, nope, no, nope, I think this one would be fun. Mm-hmm. That would be a good challenge. I feel like. I defy anyone to find me one. There was uh, a. <laughs> that I think is fun. Was it Black Flag? There was one of those Assassin's Creed games. I remember you had to go out or they would make you hunt whales mm-hmm. and sharks. Well, whale hunting and fishing, though, is a little yeah, different. Yeah, that's true. It is different. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Like, if I had to sit there and wait for hours for a whale to come past, then, yeah, that would probably be my fishing. Because I'd be like, oh, just come on. <laughs> Super bass fishing. That's what you need to play. <laughs> right? Well, I avoid that because that's the whole game, right? Yep. <laughs> that is the game. But I'm not knocking people who enjoy it. I'm just, I, there's nothing about any kind of fishing mini game, fishing Fishing at any game that's caught me. Right. Even in Stardew Valley, that's like the one thing I never finished. Because I'm like, I don't want to figure out what day I got to find the damn fish. And then you got to wait for the thing to bob in the right area and click it. It's just, no. Yeah. Just let me throw out a net, collect them all, and sift through. <laughs> well, hey, that's all I got. <laughs> so that's our show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Voila. Thank you so much for listening, siblings. You know you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash. Send us an email to over SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. You can also go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art. Stephen puts time and love into you. Uh, don't forget you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and even going to Patreon.com forward slash Pencil and Paper Productions. You can tell your friends to find us on... Find the, I need to rewrite that because I've had it written wrong this whole time. It's okay. And every time I've just, whatever, you guys know what to do. Search Pencil and, pa- <laughs> Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on wherever you find your podcast because clearly I can't talk right now. So everywhere. And if we're not, tell us where we're not that you prefer. And then maybe Steven will fix that. I'm just going to put him on the spot. I don't know how. Hey, I actually <laughs> got us on some new platform I didn't even know existed called Deezer. So we're on Deezer. Deezer. Yeah, whatever Ooh, that is. You know is. what? I kind of want to listen to that one just because that's fun. Yeah. I wonder what a Deezer is. Anywho. <laughs> but we're Thank there. Thank you so much for listening, siblings. I am Lacey Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then. Game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.